Here at the official Rob Glasser. We got a little face up there. I'm so cool, huh? Um, today we're coming to you live from Everyday Heroes. Um, so let's jump in and I will explain more right after the intro. Let's roll. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. It is a brand new week full of fun. We have a brand new Money and Mental Health this week. We have a brand new Alt Universe, and we have a brand new everything, basically. Um, today, we're coming to you live from Everyday Heroes, the series that covers those informational, educational, but still pretty fun topics. At least, I like to think they're fun because, you know, I deep dive for no apparent reason. Before we continue, since we are talking clothes and kitchen today, uh, check out the shop. We have some items that actually match that. We have an apron, we have some hoodies, and a whole lot more. So go check them out right around the corner from the holidays as well. But before this, we're going to bring on our guest. <laughs> I'm just that. So there we go. I call her mom. You can call her anytime, mom. just not after six. Um, <laughs> I just made that up. You're having um, one of those days. <laughs> it's one of those days. But hey, it's a Monday. I got Mondays. I got my chores. I got all that stuff. All right. So uh, something that more recently I've admitted to you, I actually want to do better of, it's clothing. Um, and clothing has some pretty easy tips. And it's not necessarily fashion sense. It's just ways to make you feel, you know, more comfy in your clothes. So this is pretty cool because this actually comes from masterclass.com. You've told me about it before. I've seen commercials for it. That's the one that has all the celebrities teaching you all sorts of things from music to fashion to business and everything in between. So this particular one is about they have um, eight tips to go over. The first one is called work your capsule wardrobe. So what this means is make sure you have reliable staples. Uh, for women, things like a black dress. For women or men, a nice pair of jeans. And for guys, maybe that nice coat or blazer. As of course, I got my t-shirts and I have a couple button downs, but you know and I know I got to get ones that work better. Um, so a capsule wardrobe seems pretty uh, simple, I think. Um, I'm sure you have yeah. your stuff that has his. It's a pretty, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty popular concept. There are a lot of people out there that um, will tell you, you know, that you should do your capsule. You have one thing of that and one thing of this. And then you never really have to worry about what you're going to wear every day because everything goes with everything else. So it's, it's a kind huh. of a cool thing. There you go. Cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. So basically tip number one is just get clothes that work for you. Pretty uh -huh. simple. You know, go online, go to the store, wherever. Number two, make sure they fit well. And this is actually, I've talked to you about this off screen as well. I do have a couple nicer shirts. However, they're not necessarily the best fit for myself. So they recommend doing things such as getting them tailored if need be. I know some places still do that, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to the more fancier clothing or just kind of find clothes that fit well to your body. Obviously not too snug, not too loose. Um, and I think that's kind of more on your individual, right? Like you yeah. know what's going to. Well, I mean, I think there are people that literally look and say, what not to wear? What should I wear? What should it look like? Because somehow they don't think they have the wherewithal to figure it out. Like this looks good on me and this is what I'm going to wear. So you never know. <laughs> right. So pretty simple so far. Fit, 
clothes and clothes in your wardrobe. Cool. Thank you, Masterclass. All right, number three. Uh, the next one here is balancing proportions, which to them um, is kind of playing with different shapes and styles. An example they have is oversized clothes or unusual shaped clothes um, or fashion forward at the moment. I guess this makes more sense maybe back in the retro when there were specific clothes you wore. Um, I don't know if that's as much today. Um, but for instance, like a small shirt with jeans for a lady uh, or a puffy shirt with straight leg pants. Again, I'm not all up on the lingo, but <laughs> I guess this makes sense to you. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I think all it's saying is dress what fits your body. You may not have a body that that fits wearing big, like I can't wear big billowing clothes. I'll get lost. The I'll Instead of me wearing the clothes, the clothes will be wearing me. And I think that's what really what they're talking about is figure okay. out what works for your style, figure out what works and actually looks good on you and stick with it. All right, cool. All right, number four kind of goes with what we just said. Find your personal style. So while you are looking for stuff that fits, maybe find those things and buy those things more often that you like the best. Uh, they kind of, it's funny because they do categorize it in men's and women's wear, which is kind of a vague word. It's like, okay, this is what guys wear. This is what women wear. Not so much today because of obviously with the different um, you know terminology. But I think what I get from this one is find the things that you like the best. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I'm a big jeans person. So I will get styled jeans. I got into the darker ones. I'm actually wearing my black ones now. And surprisingly, I like those more now than I used to, as opposed to just the regular blue jeans. Um, you know, Krista has the dresses that she likes. Um, so I think it's just you find in, they even say experiment with it. So pick the things that work. Um, I kind of mixed things of the story when you guys went on vacation and dad lost his clothes, but he ended up with all the Nautica stuff. Nautica stuff. But he ended up liking it. Kind of. Yes. Kind of. So, well, because he needed to put clothes on and, and that is true. <laughs> he, he had to, he had to like it, whether whether he did or he didn't. But he did swear he would never buy another item called from Nautica again. It was like the entire wardrobe of Nautica. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, number five, become a better shopper. And I think this works generally for any type of area you're yeah. doing it. Find what works well. For me, I noticed that Amazon is pretty quick on like their t-shirts. So when I need a quick shirt, I can get a quick pack, comes to my door, it's done. Old Navy is one that I used to like when it came to more of the fancier the jeans. So find what works for you and what works around you that's going to be quick and easy for you. You obviously don't want to spend hours and hours on a website looking for clothing. Uh, but at the same time, you also want to make sure you're buying something you're going to wear more than a couple months. Right. And, and here's a trick, guys. So um, for those people who do like to you know buy clothing and then they end up with a closet full of clothes and they don't know what they're supposed to wear. Here's a trick. So if you don't know what you're wearing, let's say um, you wear a t-shirt, Rob, you take the t-shirt out of your closet and you put it back, but you put it back backwards so that the hanger is reversed. That way, you know that you've oh. worn that and then do that for about a month and figure out which one of those items of clothing you never wear. That's probably something that maybe you can donate or maybe you can figure out why you're not wearing them and maybe you right. need to buy another article. But that actually works. I tend to, when I buy stuff now, something has to leave my closet. I, I always replace something. I don't necessarily just bring in new stuff right now. 
Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's a really good idea there. So turn it backwards and then you'll see what you're using regularly and what you're probably not touching. That is really cool. I like that. Um, number six, adding a belt. Now I laugh at this one because I know it was the hardest time for you to make me wear one, but I think as with age goes, they're actually pretty cool. And I do think with the right one, I think the problem I had was the, you know, the, the style was weird. It kind of fit yeah. funny. So again, you want to find a belt that works and it doesn't, you know, make everything look funny, but I do have to agree here that with the right clothing, whether it's for a woman or a guy, um, a good belt can yeah. make, um, Finish the outfit. Yeah, they can. It can finish the outfit. You know, make it feel like you're done. You finish dressing. You put that exactly. Belt. You're like, okay, I got my belt. I'm good. Now the last two um, kind of go together here. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. It's live. It happens. Uh, the last two they say here are play with color and texture, and then mix patterns and textures. Now this one I also laugh at too because I never thought in my right mind I'd wear a red shirt or a kind of a whatever. And I have red and green and blue in my closet now. So color used to be kind of funky and you're like, that's weird, I don't wanna wear that. But, you know, and it's funny cause I was watching a show the other day and one of the guys had a pink shirt on. He's like, you know, real guys wear pink. But it's actually true because you look at the people wearing them and it's not a weird color. It's actually, it's either faded or it's yeah, patterned. And it's, it's the person wearing it. It's how you show exactly. up. Um, I mean, the big joke, and I don't know if you remember this, dad was on an a, um, interview and he was wearing, his pants were a salmon colored, but they showed up pink on the interview on the TV. And we laughed, we have laughed about that ever since that it looked like he was wearing pink pants. He wasn't, but but if he wanted to, it would have been okay. And I think that's that's the point. I mean, he you you show up with confidence. Like I dare you to say, ha ha ha, you're wearing pink shirt or pink right. pants. And the same thing goes with the patterns too. Now I'm not one really who likes the pattern, it's a little busy, but for those who like it. Find the pattern you like, whether it's polka dots, whether it's uh, kind of the cross stitch. Right, or paisley or... Exactly. Whatever. So texture, pattern, color, whatever it is, find what works. So if you guys want to learn more, the link is up in the chat right now. It'll give you some more links to other places as well. But just go check it out. Take a few minutes, find your favorite clothing store that you go to, and you know, rummage in-store or online through their uh, links. See what's there. They might have some new stuff you've never noticed. Yeah. One, yeah. one more one more thing, if I may oh. add. There's clothing that you will buy that is quality wear, meaning that it is a staple that you know is, is made well and you're going to be able to keep it forever and ever and ever. And then there are the clothing that's the trends that you just kind of want to try out. Oh, you know, they're wearing a short crop top or whatever it is. And you don't you're not going to spend as much on that because you, you don't know even know if you're going to like it. And so you, okay. you're going to go through that season wearing that trend. And if it falls apart and you only paid 10 bucks for it it's not a big deal but 10 i like to make sure that my wardrobe has quality clothing that never goes out of style so i can wear it forever that is a very good one yes all right yeah. so there you go yeah pick the stuff you like and pick the stuff that's going to last you right. for a long time as well right all right, so another one we love to talk about here all the time is things to do in the kitchen with your food or with your supplies. So SeriousEats.com, the link is up there, wrote down um, just a few ideas to make your life possibly easier. The first thing on here, and I'm bringing this one up because I think we've talked about it, get an immersion blender because apparently it can do almost anything. 
Um, whether it's, you know, smoothing out your potatoes, whether it's mixing up whatever it is. So these aren't new, right? These are been around a very long time, but I think people have figured out new ways to use it that they may, maybe not the original use of it, but they're using it now for others. They make shakes. You can, you can. Yeah. So on here, you're talking about, you can make sauces, you can make uh, smoothies, you can do whatever, um, uh, jams, jellies, all that stuff. So Again, it's funny that the, one of the first tips I found was something you have to buy, but kind of going back to the clothing thing, it's probably an item you're going to have for a while. Right. So if you do have to spend a few bucks on it, it should last you. And take the place of multiple items. So instead of yeah, having so maybe a clean out your, Yeah. There right. you go. So you're not, you're cleaning out your cupboard, but you're exactly. also bringing in something that does exactly. it. Exactly. Um, this next one is pretty cool, and I think everybody probably has one. A small strainer can be used for multiple things. The first one here is for citrus. Instead of having to pick out all your seeds, why not just spray your lemon or your lime juice through it? You'll get the liquid without the seeds. Good idea. At the same time, let's say you're separating eggs, the same thing. You can separate the white from the yolk, and all you, if all you need is the yolk for the recipe, you now have done it easier. So strainers, I think everybody has. This kind of thing you can pick up pretty inexpensively and they're pretty well made. And they're small. It's literally called a small strainer. So you're not really going to be cluttering up your your stuff. So, so far seems to be things that they would recommend getting and to have. Um, They call this next one the garbage bowl and bench scraper. So again, kind of, and actually I think I saw it on Shark Tank once. It hooks mm-hmm. to the side and you literally just scrape the excess. And then when you're done, dump it. Right, right. They're saying this is probably the best thing to have. And you can kind of do your own way of doing it. You can buy one that's made. You can kind of maybe configure your own and then just get a little scraping device. So when you are chopping veggies or you're skinning something, all you yeah. got to do. Yeah. Right? The yeah the chef, um, Rachel Ray, has a, a bowl that she keeps on the counter when she's cooking and all of the scraps. So as she cooks, then she takes the cutting board and she puts it all into the bowl. And so now she's got stuff that can go, uh, and then she puts it in the compost. Ah, um, uh, yes, that is something that, yeah, that is yeah, so you can either. I don't think you need to go out and buy anything special for this. Literally, you can have a bowl and you can use your hand, put the bowl at the edge of the, you know, and just push it in. Uh, I don't think that's some, it's not something I would spend money on, but certainly I use the bowl. And that way, as you're cutting the, the onions and you have the skins and whatever, you put it in the bowl. And if you're cutting, um, right. you know, whatever it is, you put it in the bowl and now put it in a compost bin. Now I'm not composting yet, but that is on my list of things to learn. Well, I did see a really cool one where you put it on your kitchen and you pour it in and you literally do it. And then when you fill it up, you just dump it outside and then you redo it. So that's cool. Now, this next one is one of my favorites. I always talk about this one, freezing liquid in your ice tray. So whether you need a little bit of wine for your cooking, whether you need some stock, or whether you're freezing some herbs to melt later, this is the easiest, most simple thing to do. All you're doing literally is after you cook, you probably have some leftover liquid. Let's not waste it. Let's pour it into your ice trays. Or let's say you're not cooking yet, but you know you're going to use some liquid. Take five minutes, grab your tray pour it in and do it. Some places will say, throw it into his uh, freezer bag so you can then go back and do more. However, if you don't need the ice tray again, just leave it in there, pop them out as you do, and then you throw them in your pot. I'm sure this is something you've done maybe. And here's, and the same thing. Let's say you like to drink uh, iced tea. 
and okay. you pour the iced tea and then you put ice cubes in it. Guess what happens when the ice melts? Now you've watered down your iced tea. So a lot of people recommend, and I've done it before, is if is to make ice cubes out of your iced tea and then use ah. those ice cubes in your tea. So when it melts, it's still tea. I think I've seen that before. I think it was with juice. And then when the juice melted, you got more. Exactly. Same thing if you open a can of tomato paste and you only need one tablespoon of it. And then you have leftover. Take the paste and put it into ice cube things and let it freeze. Now, whenever you need paste, uh, tomato paste, I don't know who cooks with tomato paste, but that was just an example. Right, now you've right. got the leftovers to do. It's a great, that is such a great tip. I love that tip. There you go. All right, the next one that I found that I liked was slicing the avocado with everything on the skin and everything because all you're going to do afterwards is take your spoon and scoop it out. It's kind of a pain to peel the skin. So all you're going to do is slice it, twist it, obviously if you're pit out, and then you scoop it. And yeah, I think yeah, this right. works for uh, kiwi as well, and it works for some yeah. other soft fruits. Yeah, and if you're going to make guacamole... You don't even have to slice it, cut it in half, and then literally turn it over and squish it out right out of the skin. It literally pops out. You don't have to do anything because you're going to mush it up anyway. So who cares, right? That's true. And if you really want to make it easier on yourself, bright by pre-peeled. In this case, they say bright by pre-peeled garlic. Yeah. It's already there. It's already done. So if you really want to make it easy, you can get stuff at the store that's already been sliced, already been peeled. All you got to do is throw it right. in there, or if you want to, smash it up, well, and you're done. And if you're even lazier than that, you do what I do, and I get a jar of crushed garlic, and I just take a spoon out and throw it in. There you <laughs> go. All right, the next one that I found, the microplane is your friend, otherwise known as the tiny cheese grater in my world. Mm -hmm. But this thing actually is great for a lot of stuff. I talked about the other day how when you freeze butter, you can actually grate it and it smooths easily. You can do everything from ginger to all the other hard materials, but have one of those little guys there, kind of like the strainer, get them for maybe five or 10 bucks in the store or online, whatever. And these things do almost everything. Right. And again, why cut and chop and waste time when you can literally have this thing just slice right. and boom. Right. So pretty cool. I mean, you know, and again, you know, you don't want to buy everything, but you buy it once and you, Probably don't need to, you know. Right. Um, all right. What else do we have here? Okay. Um, this one, I guess, kind of makes sense. It's a little odd because, you know, I've never actually made meatloaf from scratch before. But they say, taste your meatloaf, meatball, or sausage mixture before shaping them. I would think generally you do that anyway because, you know, if you watch Food Network before they actually put stuff together, they'll taste it and they'll make sure that everything goes. But it seems a little counterintuitive because if you already know what you're putting in there, I would think you'd already know what it's going to taste like. So maybe it's kind of one of those make sure before you make it, it's good in case you have to add a couple. Are you I don't saying know, does raw, this make sense to you? Are you saying raw ground beef? You should taste. Before yeah, I mean, really, like before you, you know, make the meatball or you make the loaf, they're taste saying, the raw, you know. So it's like it's like steak tartare, which is raw hamburger. Um, I okay. just like anything. You just want to get the seasonings right. That's like when you make a, a stew or a soup or whatever you you taste it as it's cooking and then you know if you have to add something you do hamburgers once or whatever meatballs once you're cooking it you can't add it afterwards it's done oh okay that's All what right. they're saying i'm still caught up on you're going to take a piece of the raw 
ground beef. Yeah, I, I, whoever wrote that might have maybe wrote that wrong. All right, so the last one we're going to go over here is freeze your meat before you cut it. And this is simply just to make mm -hmm. it easier to chop, um, whether it's, you know, whole bacon, whether it's burger, whether it's whatever you're using. The freezer will be your friend and will make it easier to slice and you're going to get probably better um Right. I, I, I don't think they're saying freeze it completely solid like a block. You'll never cut through it. But right. freeze it so that it's, it's cold, you know, it's firm, and then you can slice it. Because if you freeze it, freeze it, it's going to be a block of ice. Then you got to go. Yeah, exactly. And then you're done. Then yeah. you're like, let's just take an order we could take out. Um, all right, you guys, thank you very much for joining us today. Again, if you haven't yet, check out our shop. We have a lot of cool items there. We're always adding new stuff, too. Uh, later today, we have a whole nother list of things to make your life easier, because if we can do that for you, why not? As always, we want to thank, uh, I call her mom again, but you can call her Karen. You can find her anywhere podcasts are sold. If you haven't yet, check us out at Official Rob Glasser on YouTube and Twitch. Hit that bell, hit that notification, and that's it. We'll pop up. Um, until tomorrow, or actually until later. It's not even, I'm not done with today yet. What am I doing? I'm way too ahead of myself. So join us later on, and until then... Um, as always, stay curious and thanks for watching. Bye guys.